Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, where I review the Joe Rogan podcast weekly. Sometimes I have guests on, people that are big fans or have been inspired by Joe Rogan. And we talk about what's going on. No affiliation with Joe's show, but uh, I am a big fan. I've listened to probably every one of his podcasts. And, uh, you know, I always end with questions or more comments. And I like to keep that dialogue going. And uh, that's why I do this podcast. So this week was a fantastic podcast with Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, podcast 1205. If you're a wrestling fan, or even if you're not, and you want to hear about somebody that, uh, you know, definitely if you grew up in the 80s, you know who he is. Uh, just a fascinating guy. A guy that's had um, some terrible drug issues and uh, over the last few years has really struggled to kind of work through his aging and retiring and his addictions and then he gets a call from an old friend of his, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP, who does DDP yoga, who was on Rogan's podcast recently, and says, hey, look, come live with me. Let's work together. I'll get you off the drugs. We'll do some yoga. We'll get your body moving. And some really incredible things happen. What's amazing is that they, uh, there's a, a documentary that was made called um, Re uh, the documentary is called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And you can get that. I believe I watched it on Google Play Store for like four bucks. It's really good. Whether you're a wrestling fan or you just want to see a really inspirational story, it's, it's truly amazing. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But uh, Jake gets into it with Joe, starts talking about his drug issues. Uh, he, he talks about how Dallas obviously gave him a call, really saved his life, offered to pay all his bills uh, for the time that he lived there, uh, which, what an amazing opportunity. Um, then he talks about his past a little bit, like what kind of set off these addictions and other things in his life that have been very difficult for him to deal with. His father was also a wrestler, uh, but his father abused him, him and his sister. And, uh, and then later he... he spoke briefly about uh, how his his sister, I think he said that his sister was kidnapped and then killed. So it's just a, a lot of pain in his family that he's been trying to deal with. And he was estranged from his children, his two boys and his daughter. Wasn't very close to them, felt like a loser. Just wanted his dad's approval. So the whole time he was Jake the Snake, he was doing tons of drugs, like tons of drugs. A lot of cocaine, a lot of drinking, uh, he just, that was it. He just, he just went at it. Uh, Jake the Snake obviously was the wrestler from the 80s that had the snakes. He had different snakes, pythons and, and uh, cobras. So he's always dragging those around. He was telling stories about how much work it was to drag them around. Um, and it kind of alluded to the idea because Joe obviously brought up, do you guys do steroids? Where'd you get it from? What happened? And he said that he would carry everybody else's through customs and in so doing, would take like 10% of their stash. So he'd put it in with the snake bag in the snake box, which is a genius idea, really, when you think about it. Um, you know, he, he was a bad guy in wrestling. He was set up that way. But everybody really respected him. 
He was um, Diamond Dallas Page's mentor. A lot, like almost everyone looked up to Jake. He had a really incredible presence on camera. He would he he didn't shout in the same way that Hogan does. He would he would kind of whisper like at but at an intense level, and it would really make you focus. And it, it just kind of changed the dynamic of the in between bouts. You know when when things were just said to each other, which which made him you know pretty fantastic. Uh, Jake and Joe talked a little bit about Vince McMahon and how Vince managed to kind of unify all the wrestling. So uh, basically what would happen is all different regions across the U.S., the, the TV rights for what was to be put on as the wrestling was owned by different people. And Vince McMahon basically went around and just bought up each one of them. He was like, listen, I'm taking this and this is what I'll give you. And that's how he was able to just kind of like conglomerate it all into the WWF, which eventually became the WWE. Because I think the World Wildlife Federation, the people of the Panda, they were they sued him, took that name back. Uh, but when they were talking about Vince, I mean, Vince is a billionaire and he's 70 and he's jacked. Uh, I think he was on Men's Health or GQ recently, they were saying, and he was just absolutely jacked. Good for him. You know, I mean, my grandpa didn't look like that. So maybe the grandpas of the future are just going to be massive. Get on it. It's got to be better than complaining about your bad back all the time. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe obviously was on this podcast. Massive wrestling fan. Hilarious dude as well. So it was great to have him on and have his commentary and his stories. He started talking about how David Arquette is wrestling now. Uh, that I found pretty hilarious. I... I don't follow wrestling now, so I didn't know this, but I think that that is kind of hilarious, uh, but also cool that he's like, I don't know, making that kind of a change and giving it a shot. You know, it's brave of him. He could have been a laughing stock, but he's got jacked and uh, he's wrestling now. So there we go. David Arquette. God bless him. Maybe he can't get movie roles. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> one time Jake told a, a story. He was telling a story that one time when he was at Dallas's house, uh, he had like, I think he was drinking and with some girls sleeping with them and forgot the snake lost it. And the snake got loose and for days they didn't know where it was and they had cats and they were worried about them dying. And in the end, I, I think they had to, because it was a cobra, so you don't want that just slithering around. They had to uh, get out of the house, uh, super mad at Jake, so they kicked him out. And uh, ended up having to knock some walls down to get the snake out. So, yeah, owning snakes is a dangerous prospect <clears throat> unless you keep them in cages, obviously. Um, and, and then they talk more about how Jake was a bad guy in wrestling, but like a really good person uh, when it came to just his friendship and how he helped other wrestlers and really what they meant, even though he had his demons, obviously. And for me, it's, it's when I watched his documentary last night, which is fantastic. You've got to check it out. It's so good. It was crazy to see such a strong character being so emotional, you know, in a way. Like, you don't, like, I remember him as a kid, and I'm like, this guy's invincible. Like, nothing would ever break him down. But then when you see the documentary and the pain that he's been in and how upset he is over his addictions, I mean, it just, it really brings this humanizing character to it. And uh, it was, it, it's important to see, you know, while he was doing his rehab as well, he hurt his shoulder. So 
he was doing some yoga he hurt his shoulder really badly and uh, I think the surgery was like seven, eight thousand. So they started a GoFundMe page. Maybe it was nine thousand, but they started a GoFundMe page. Dallas did, and uh, I don't even know if Jake, the Snake, knew what a GoFundMe page was. But in just twenty-four hours, they raised raised like seven grand. And I think that that, along with all the other healing and sobriety he was doing, that really pumped Jake the Snake up because he realized what what he means to the fans and what what he is for wrestling and you know when he got the surgery really just started pushing himself getting himself so much stronger uh was absolutely awesome um and you know his goal was to get back on uh his goal was to get back on um wrestling you know to, to do like the royal rumble or something like that but he did make it back on the raw to show up there which was awesome because it was a huge surprise for everyone. Nobody knew that he was going to be there. And then he uh, got to, in 2014, got inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. So to come back from these awful addictions, to really struggle like that, and somehow just put it all together to get these things, and now he's connected with his kids, and it's just such a great story. And to have him on Rogan and get to talk about this, see him really turn his life around uh it's just beautiful yeah it really is it's a great podcast a fantastic conversation you got to check it out um but that's it for this one thank you guys so much for listening and peace